Fire up that Walkman. It's time for Scale and Shadow, a Dungeon World actual play inspired by movies, music, and D&D modules of the 1980s. Brought to you by This American Dice. The golden age is long over. Dark times are upon us. The only hope is to delve into what ruins remain to plunder the treasures of our ancestors. Be warned, as it flies to a candle, the worst monsters are drawn to the brightest lights, and no one is left to save you in the darkness. The heroes of legend have died long ago. All that remains is scale and shadow. gets off the wall and it doesn't do any actual damage to each other or wound each other at all I should say thinking of it more like a toad that it kind of kicks it off mm-hmm. like oh maybe it's just disgustingly like brings her like wraps her up in this tongue bringing her somewhere else it's like kind of got her which again we have discussed within their world is not romantic yeah it's really yeah. no it's up. very it's very threatening yeah and it's kind of bringing her somewhere else can Quan in any capacity prevent yeah, that? Can I, uh, so as, a, as a follower, you can so use Quan to help you make it? moves, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm, I, as Solgar, I have to make sure she doesn't get, like, stolen. So how does it, would it be like I'm having them help me, I guess? So I'm having Quan help me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, you can, oh, you, you might be a defend, yeah. Defender? With uh, the help of Quan. Sure, I can only imagine how low that role is. Plus Plus zero. Well, plus and, one. and can Quan help with that in the yeah. capacity? Mm-hmm. So it's just a plus, plus one. one. All right, Quan, let's do this. Excellent, excellent, excellent. A solid five. Five. Did you get an XP? Really cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it grabs her, and it's great. You know, it's got her stuck in its mouth, which is disgusting, but now it's like crawling over the ceiling and it's going toward the back of the room, toward the statue with her. Great. So that's, sure she's that's probably fine. Yeah, she's, she's not having a good time at all. The caster, what, are you having a good time? What are you still, doing? He's still fighting the same uh, lizard. Yeah. Yeah, so he uh, he stabbed it, it turned around, and he said, uh, like, yeah, definitely look. And um, I think you probably see this, uh, I mean, she's like yelling, like it kind of happens over your head. Oh, is that the right. case? But I mean, you're she's pretty far away, but you see this going on. Is that a thing that I could uh, interact with, or is it like out of range? I feel you would have to like leave this guy, like turn your back to him. Okay, if I see that and that's the case, um, let me know if this is a possibility. I think I'm going to just try to like bowl through the one that I'm fighting. Um, and cut this thing off at the snake statue to make sure it doesn't get to anywhere else. What, what, what was the name of the Orophius. I think Prince Orophius told us that there's like a way down through the, the statue. Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, since Prince Orophius told us that, uh, Castor is just going to try to like move right through the thing that he's fighting and head to that. Nice. Yeah. Like, and with the idea that, like, getting to that place is more important, honestly, than killing this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, tell me if this makes sense. Are you defying danger to leave him and then defending Ren? Yes. Yep. Cool. Mm -hmm. See what you do. All right. So, the defying danger is six plus one, so seven. Oh, wait. It it might be plus two. Yeah, since I'm kind of doing it through strength. But oh, yeah, either, either way, it's the same mechanical effect. Gotcha. Um, I mean, we're pretty set up. I think you're just mm-hmm. taking damage, right? If you want me to, I guess. <laughs> that makes sense to me. How much do these folks... Oh, if you just want to take eight. Oh, just eight? Or roll a d8. Yeah, roll a d8. <laughs> Three. There you go. All it's right. Talon, so you're... Okay, yeah. So he, he, he had this thing like leaps at him and Caster sees Ren being carried on the ceiling. Maybe she even screams like Caster. Yeah, and so he like... It, he starts running that way, and as this uh, lizard monster leaps at him, uh, he like goes to bash at it with his arm, and it scratches the shit out of the arm. But the arm is made out of like a weird gold. Yeah. It, it's golden looking yeah. material, so who knows what it's made out of? Yeah, it's magic. Uh, yeah, but so he, I think, just kind of like football player, 
like pushes this thing to the side mm-hmm. and um, like sprints up to this statue. Yeah. Do you want to do the um, defend roll? Sure. Or Absolutely. Save this round. So That's six plus three is nine, plus one is ten. Yeah, nice. So you're holding three in that case, right? Yeah, and oh, fuck, I just realized I forgot when I was defending you. I always keep an ex- I always have an extra option with defend. Oh, mm. I forgot about that. Anyway, so yeah, so I I am defending. So her. actually, four then you're holding. Yes, cool. Oh, damn. So yeah, hold on to that. So I'm, I'm very good at this <laughs> over here with um Kazir. This what happens when other people interfere with the duel again? If an enemy interferes on the behalf of my opponent, I take plus one on going. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, that's why I need it. So I think um, you two are kind of fighting in this area. Center stage. Yeah, yeah. right in front of the pulpit. Yeah, yeah. Very Actually, far that's away. probably one of the most dramatic places to that's be. pretty the, the, dramatic. Where I am sure. and where you are are the two most dramatic places in a church to be having a fight. Yeah, that's true. I'm just out here, here like, next to the door. Yeah. <laughs> we have the latecomers. Yeah. Yes. There's a bathroom nearby with a baby changing station. I'm guarding it. <laughs> so I think um, not only did Casher see Ren kind of going across, but you probably did too, but specifically Bishop Brombo saw that too, and that kind of makes him hesitate. He uh, is staring up at this creature carrying Ren in its disgusting like mouth. Oh, oh gross. That, oh, yeah, that's right, because it used its tongue. Yeah. As it's like crawling up. He's just staring up at me. He just whispers, kind of like, Ren? As if he's, he's like, just remembered her name, kind of. So he's kind of distracted, but this lizard man that um, Caster kind of abandoned is about to charge you. He's going to interfere with this. Is the situation, what do you do? Well, yeah, if the big guy is distracted, I'm going to just try to kill this lizard man. Wow. Have a moment. He's interfering too, so you get a plus one. Is it ongoing, you said? Yeah. Yeah, so for the rest of the duel, I think, or as long as he's mm. interfering. Yeah, it says against them. I assume they're using the pool. Yeah, I think that, that works. So I'm taking the path that Abrama is distracted to like, let me deal with this lizard, and then I can get back to Abrama, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So the charging lizard sounds like an awesome high school football team. It mm-hmm. does. Oh, that's our mascot. Yeah. Pretty good fucking roll. Right, you guys are knocking it out. An eleven. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Plus two. And then we'll see your your damage will be uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, once again, I will evade his clumsy charging blows, and I will strike true and hit him. Uh, this guy's already been wounded a little bit. Yeah. Do I have? Nope. I got nothing else weird going on. So here we go. So three plus one, and three then roll. I could go for some dirty fighting. Okay, I think I will, just because if I don't kill this guy, then I'm going to be fighting two things. So I roll that plus 1d6. That gets rid of my holds from the uh, resourceful mm-hmm. thing. So, okay. so that's eight. Nice. Yeah, so that, that takes him out. My plan against this charging wizard is that, like, Bravo's kind of like 45 degree angle to my left. Lizard's like 45 degree angle to my right. He's running at me, and as he's running at me, because I don't know, catches stride or something. Like I'm a skilled swordsman, so he's running at me, and like as he takes his last step before he's like got me in his claws, I s- just like kick the foot that's in the air, and then just take the sword and just like chop up, cleave his head, oh, like oh my God. in half, like right through the mouth. Ooh, yeah. Oh. So yeah, I think that kind of snaps uh, Abramo back, and he kind of just stares at you in your eyes. You're not going to take my daughter from me. I think he, now he's going through the throat, metaphorically. <laughs> okay. And he just, like, again, like, explicit on that virus. Don't let him say it 19 times. Once he yeah. says it 19 times, uh, he summons the monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, then, in this case, I think as he's coming at me, I'm going to try to be, like, retreating a couple steps so that I can talk to him, and I'll be like, hey... That is your daughter up there, but you'll notice it's a creepy chameleon thing taking her, not one of us. Go save your daughter. Um, yeah, are you, like a, are you defying danger? I think so. So I think instead of going for like a counterattack, I'm trying to just evade his attack and be like, don't do this. It's one of the rare cases where you defy danger charismatically. Will you set that up? Ooh, maybe. Charming, kind of, because yeah. he's charming his way. He's kind of trying to convince him, like, hey, focus over there more so than me. 
Yeah, I can see quick thinking or um, social situation. Well, they have the same modifier, so either one. I, I think I'm going for charismatic kind of thing. Yeah. I think that counts for charismatic in a group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Oh, I take plus one going because someone yeah. appeared. So is that just for every roll for now until the, the thing is... Until I defeat them, they surrender or flee. Nice. That's pretty good. So that is six. So plus two is eight. Plus one is nine. So that's just a lot. Yeah, how do you do this? I feel like he goes doing so many sports references, but just like takes a knee, kind of. He just has this cudgel kind of um, in front of him. He's uh, it's like glowing. All y'all need to come into the nest of Explicticus Defilus. It's the only way. She needs to come too. He's kind of gonna cast this spell again. You can tell it's the same one that kind of scaled everyone's wounds. Your choice here is that you can, um, I mean, you can just attack him or just kind of let that happen. So he's saying that we all need to go down into the. Well, yeah, yes. metaphorically, I guess he's saying, oh, you need to. Oh, join us, basically. Yeah. Okay. So, nope, not that. So I'm attacking him now. Yeah, I think he's he has his defense down, so you can just do your damage. Oof. Man, that feels brutal, but I'm doing it. So. <laughs> Feel brutal, but uh, yes, I accept. Do you, do, and does he have to do it as an attack, or could it be like, oh, he disarms it? Nope. Going right for the neck. Or yeah. whatever's both necks. Lizards don't have necks. <laughs> That's a myth. That's science. Uh, science disproves I'd like that. to. I'd like to uh, cite school. Okay, so that then is... Man, if you want to be real brutal, I guess you can go in through this uh, unarmored face of his. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going for the neck face area. Yeah. She runs in a little Yeah, well, that's one way to to stop a spell, so... (laughs) I don't have any... Cut off the spell cast. Got you there. Got you there. He's got me there. (laughs) Another card with wizards. Yeah. Four. So that's four plus one, so that's a five. Uh, so how how brutally do you kill him? I was Only. actually I'm actually thinking this is much more brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you will allow me. Yeah. So he's trying to cast the spell, and as I'm aggressing on him, he's not stopping to defend himself at all, or like, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, kind of shift the blow to a different area or anything like that. So like I like hit him once in the neck, and he doesn't stop, and he starts slumping over onto the ground, and then I just like have a foot on his back or body or something, and I am just, like, hacking his head off as he's mm. still trying to cast the spell with the cudgel in his hands, yeah. like, on his side. Yikes. Oh, yep. damn. And then it succeeds, like, because it's very, that kind of scaly armor, it takes, like, a few meaty hits, and then finally it's like, he's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, just that nimbus of purple energy just kind of fades away. So you had some... Defend hold. Yeah, Caster is Caster's trying to defend Ren. So that's really the only hanging situation here. Yeah. And it's kind of, maybe it's at the statue now, it's kind of, let's make it like a secret, kind of like it's opening mm-hmm. in some way. And it's kind of trying to scurry down into this thing, but with all of your hold, you can sure. do whatever you want. Yeah, so truth be told, with the four full hold, I could pretty much stop it from taking her down there, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think it kind of drops down, and it starts to move this thing over, and I think Castor kind of, like, jumps onto the statue, like, Dukes of Hazard style, like, <laughs> like partially leaps over this statue. He grabs Ren with his good arm, and the creature starts to pull at it, and he just slashes the thing's tongue. He just cuts the thing's mm-hmm. tongue off, right off, and it's just, like, bleeding and kind of staggers back for a minute. It's like, it wasn't romantic. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, oh, and then the statue, which <laughs> does the top of the statue thing move to, like, expose whatever. It's, it's like I think he... Base. I think he uh, he just pushes the statue onto this creature and just crushes it. Oh, yeah. So, like, the door is open, so it's like this whole bigger-than-life-sized Naga statue woman god goddess is knocked over onto this thing as it was reeling back and it's just pinned against the wall and just absolutely crushed like a bug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. I do want to point out that it may not be bigger than life size. Uh-huh. That's true. Well, <laughs> yeah. it might be even smaller. Yeah. Than <laughs> it's just, like model train, like, oh, this is triple H. 
<laughs> then with all the... I do have a slight addition slash retcon of what happened. Okay. I'm thinking that while that was going on, like, the fact that he was still casting the spell was because he kept saying, Explictica defile us, Explictica defile us. And so... Yeah, so he's like, And then he's dead. Oh, yeah. And that's why I didn't stop. Like, I would have stopped had he surrendered him. But that's not... To, to make it even worse, I think he, he keeps saying that, and then when he's finally like oh. dying, the last thing he says is, instead of explicitly the violence, he just says, Rin. Oh. And of course, yeah, that is cool. exactly when Castor brings, like, has her, and he's helping her, like, with the lizard monster tongue, and, she and brings her right? out, and she yeah, sees she just that last that, moment. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> We've got this former um, kind of chapel to the reptile god. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that statue that's toppled over now. Yeah, Saddam Hussein style. Oh, fuck, that is a <laughs> Saddam Hussein yeah. style thing. It just, just smushed that nice. dude. Yeah, this this golden idol that's now in a bed of gore. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, was it, and this is a lame question, was it actually made of gold, or is it lead gilt with, like, gold leaf, or was it stone, or was it what? Fancy. I don't know. What, yeah, what are you thinking? We've done some stuff with, like, that they've had, like, very fancy artwork. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is it just, it could be hollow, but is it just gold? gold? Like hollow gold? So, like, it does that and it smushes into it, but ends. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's always soft. Yeah. Yeah. So, it smashed this dude, so it was super heavy. Caster somehow did this again. He has a hernia. Yeah, Yeah, he, but he. Ben Barth flipped idols in there, don't you? Yeah. Um,. I think, um, so I think Caster, yeah, he. (laughs) I think he was able to do this in part because it, like, the top of it, almost imagine a chest. Yeah. It normally turns like you would open a coffin in a Victorian mm-hmm. like vampire thing. So it turns kind of like, and that's how people get down there. So once it turns, it was already, it was easier to throw it off of the thing. It was a little unstable. Because yeah. it was unstable. And so once it did that, it hit this guy and it bent. But yeah, this is like, uh, like th- at least three quarter inch gold. Like this is a massive amount of gold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And it was impossible to so then there's you got some torches. There's still some torches, um, four of them, just around here. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that's providing light, and deeper into this like hole that you've now uh, exposed. Yeah, it's like just complete dark down there. There's still the flames from the uh, the t- double fireballs going yeah. on. I think that a uh, caster takes one of the torches and he throws it down, but it's like. This is a stairwell that just keeps going for a long time. Yeah, like he thinks he throws it down and can take a peek, but it's like we just still see stairs going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Specifically, also we have um, the former Bishop of Bromo with just kind of almost cut in half. You said, mm-hmm. right? or just like his face cut off. Yeah. yeah, that's a scene. That's a scene we got to know. I think. Sure. I think kind of ran. Maybe she she's by his side, kind of like holding his hand still. She's probably not crying, but like almost like blank face, just staring mm-hmm. at him. Um, I'm still guessing to like. And also, I guess this uh disgusting like bird. I don't know it's dead. Oh, it's dead. It's gone. Yeah. Okay. I have. You let it die. I let it. You let, I it, let it die. Maybe it like walks over to you to like get its next orders, and then it just kind of slump. Yeah. Just, like as like, it walks, it just disgustingly like dies again. Yeah. Final death. It's final death. So, um, what's, what's the plan, friends? Well, I gotta, I'm gonna try to comfort Ren. Um, I'm sorry, it was, it was, he did say Ren at the end. That's, I know, fucks it up real bad. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Ren. He, uh, he nearly killed, uh, nearly killed Castor because I, because I was trying to protect himself. It's, he's too far gone. She's just, again, just like staring, probably like at, at him. Like, but just yeah. not really focusing. It's just her head's like pointed at him more than she's looking at him. And she's just, I th- we could have saved him. I thought, like he said my my name. It was just, wasn't it? Just it, it must have been my control or something. He, we could have figured it out with, with the spells and with the potions and everything. We might have been able to figure it out, but not before he killed us. We, but we could have, we could have done it. I know. Because Zara just says, I didn't want it to end like this to no one in particular, and then kind of like walks off a little bit. Something far more something far more powerful and dangerous than you and I have dealt with. And she just says, um, I know he could have pulled through that monk and the other Michi lady. Maybe she looks at 
Quan. Like, yeah, that's her name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Didn't, she said that she was fighting it. I mean, my daddy was was real strong. He, was, he must have been fighting it. Maybe. We, I don't think he would have killed us. I think he, he kind of snapped out of it. I'm afraid he already lost the fight. He's been gone for two months. She's only been, well, she's only been here for a couple weeks. Yeah. Maybe that's when she just like, without, um, like physically crying. It's just like, she starts like crying almost like in shock still. Mm-hmm. I think someone's trying, going to try to like get her away from the dead body. And like take her somewhere else yeah. in this room at least. And I feel she just, she doesn't resist that. She just goes wherever you lead her. Yeah. Not, not here. Mm-hmm. My general plan actually is the butchered father, of her, corpse of her father. That's because Eric's kind of cleaning his cutlass in the back. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh no, no, I do what I, we gotta do. I'm washing just my face, and then I'm drinking that healing potion. I'm gonna use some bandages in a little bit, but I guess good does I can carry. You guys want to make camp here? <laughs> Seems like a great place, right? Seems like a good place to make camp. Does that? Let me ask you, story wise, does that make sense, or does that not fit? The story. If we just do like a short rest here, does that work, or is that going to be so like maybe maybe no. uh, Silmgar like does some kind of spell to like board up the door to the chapel? So I mean, you um, can just go into that like the room behind you was that prisoners area where Prince Orophius was staying. True. Well, like we could make a long journey and then take camp, or we could take camp now. It was just take camp, whichever one like yeah you think thematically is like that's what I'm going for. That's, that's what I'm trying to ask. Like, does that make sense if we do this? I know, like, to a certain degree, it's like, well, you're in the middle of the of a fight. Take a nap. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think we can do that. Like, you know, if you think of the Lord of the Rings, where they're mm-hmm. like, like, take a, take like a, in right, Minds of Moria. Yeah. 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 I think that makes sense. Because it, I guess it needs some swamp ape jerky. Swamp ape jerky. Yeah, because swamp ass jerky is what I almost swamp said. Swamp ass jerky, delicious. Actually, the way, the way the move's worded is you settle in to rest and consume a ration, so it's not like you're sleeping for eight hours. You just yeah, do like a rest. Yeah. So yeah, I'm okay with that. If you guys want to make camp, level. It could just be the uh, like a level off this camp, right? Thanks. <laughs> nice. When we heal half our total or half our max, or now? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, so. If I could, yeah. I guess that says when you wake from at least a few un- uninterrupted hours of sleep, you feel half damage. Okay. Or you heal damage equal to half your max. But I think that's fine. We could hand wave that, I think. I think that Caster is, like, looking down at this, uh... He would normally want to maybe help Ren, or, like, try to comfort Ren a little bit. But when he sees this idol smashed, he remembers back to, uh, when he... Uh, Leah had been taken away, and he burst into that room. He burst into the like the the main chapel, like the main like cathedral that he was in, and he uh, and he's like kind of yelling at people, like, "Where are they taking her? Where is she? Like, where are they taking her? Where is she going? Where are they taking her?" And they're like, they're like, "Oh, she's 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 leaving." You the the uh, bishop so and so said Inquisitor Anon had sent had sent this out, and bishop so and so said uh, bishop. Bishop Calgore had said to, 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 to do this. And um, I think that uh, he runs into Bishop Calgore, who's there, and he's like, what's the meaning of this? Like, where's she going? Where's she headed? And he says, like, you took a vow. You took a vow of celibacy and a vow of loyalty, a vow of loyalty to this church, the church of the God of the sun itself, the light of which casts on the earth itself. And then he just yells and he like grabs him like by the collar and shakes him. And he just says like, he keeps pointing at the the big image that like in a Catholic church would be a big crucifix, but instead is like a big like sun with a... I think it's super highly polished as well, so like when light hits it, it kind of shines. So there is a mannequin in front of it, but the mannequin in front of it generally looks like a silhouette mm-hmm. because the the sun coming off of it does that. And at night or in later hours when it's not, they like light enough candles where that kind of happens. Sure. So like it usually just looks like a silhouette. He's constantly pointing to it and saying, "You're not threatening me. What you're doing is like betraying." Like, you're betraying God. Like, we're here. You're you're to be an agent of God. 
that's what you're here to do. You're to be a hand of God. And this is this is a betrayal. And I think Castor just is, screams at this guy and he throws him down only like two steps or something like that from a pedestal. And he just says like, like, you betrayed me! You're the ones who betrayed me! You're the ones who betrayed yourselves! You're the ones who defiled everything I've ever seen! I've put up with so much! I can't... And he grabs the statue and he rips the, the mannequin kind of thing down and so there's just the sun. Maybe this is during the day, so maybe like like a cloud moves and the sun gets like brighter and it shines. Mm-hmm. He like hits it with his hand, like pounding on it like a hammer. And you hear that like, like ringing, almost like a bell. And he like hits it again and then like it gets, like the sun gets even brighter and then the last time he hits it, it almost explodes. It explodes in fire. And um... We just flash back to Castor. when you like, wake up or something? Yeah, we flash like, back to you camp. Yeah. You know, like, then he looks at the statue. Yeah, with the like, scream. This is like, oh, yeah, yeah. Dramatic. You're like, well, oh. Yeah, why not? He, he wakes up and he grabs at his arm. Mm. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, maybe it wakes up both of you then. Yeah. Geez. Yeah. He wakes up like a, uh. No! I. I. Uh, Shit, are you. What, what's happening? Is there somebody here? I... Sorry, I thought I heard something. He gets up and he, like, pretends to look in the hole and he goes, Must have just must have just dreamt it, never mind. Mm-hmm. I, uh... And he's just covered in sweat. <laughs> like, he's just, like, absolutely drenched. Which, I know we've said it's a swamp, so every, we're probably all completely oh, covered in sw- sweat and disgusting, but it's like, he, like, he looks... Um, like maybe he looks really pale. Yeah, and looks yeah. really like shocked. And he's like, probably cold to it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe you're like, are you okay? You do like, are you okay? And you touch him, and he's like real, real cold. And he kind of like swats your hand away, like, like uh, I just Ooh. thought there was a uh, thought someone was coming up from the uh, from the hole down there. I know. Anyway, go back to sleep, mate. You're good. Yeah. Oh, um, so based on that, we're sleeping in that statue room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe. Like, what'd you do with um, Bishop of Brahma's body? I think... Um, Throw it in the hole? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... Uh, or is it just, like, somewhere else? Sungar... Um, I think I had my uh, little servant. It's, like, it carried it into the other room because I'm going to use that servant to, like, carry it outside so we can bury it mm-hmm. not in this, like, horrible place. Yeah. So it's just, like, behind you somewhere? It's, like, it's in yeah. the... Uh, so in not the in this room. room. Yeah, it's in the prison yeah. room. It's elsewhere, yeah. not in the yeah. room. Yeah, that makes sense. Ooh. I have another thing, but I don't want to, like... I don't want to hog the screen fuck. time. It's creepy so, as fuck, so I might be able to away. push us to that, so... <laughs> so, because they kind of, Oops. like, was awake and sitting up, and you guys saw, but I wasn't, like... Interacting? Coming to, t- you know, be like, hey, you okay, buddy, whatever. And, like, when Somgar is kind of... Okay, there wasn't anything trying to kill us. Like, yeah. it's all fine. Scoot over a little bit, and I'll tell Caster I get nightmares sometimes too. It's okay. It doesn't mean you're weak or anything. I think he uh, he has like initially like a nasty response to it. He's like, "All right, Dad." <laughs> he'll kind of say that, and then say, uh, and then like he'll kind of like. There'll be like a beat or two, and then he'll kind of try to say like, "Is the kid alright?" I don't know. I wouldn't be. I've had a few too many fights that I wish would have ended sooner, but I walked away from. Them. And that's really at some point. That's all you can hope to do. And I think Castor kind of, like, looks over to see, like, how much Ren could possibly hear this. And when he decides she, no matter what the situation, when he decides she can't hear this. <laughs> she's just, like, right yeah. next to you, like, She's literally oh, going, yeah. 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 Castor's like, that's fine. She's got the ear horn. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you don't know this. Um, but he'll say, like, I. He wasn't, he wasn't a dad no more. I don't know if this is reversible. Oh, and that's the thing, and then he'll look over at Quan. Oh, well, Quan will and say like, like, I don't know if this is reversible, but 
Castor didn't hear him say ran at the end. He seemed like he was all in. If that's the case, you didn't do any, you didn't kill a dead. She did. And he points over to the statue. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I think when you take a life, you take all the things that ever was and all the things that was ever going to be. And I try not to, but I don't know. Sometimes you just can't stop whatever it is except with lethal force. And uh, I, uh, nothing really makes it better. That's, I just have to live with that, but I am alive and all of us are too. So you just keep going forward. And I don't know what you're remembering, but whatever it is, the fact that you're here now, it means we might be able to stop this great evil that we had no idea was even out here until just a few weeks ago. And without you guys, I wouldn't have made it out of the... I'd maybe be just like him. So it's all just a... It's all a mess, but if you can just keep going, maybe you can do good. He nods his head, and um, he awkwardly, like, reaches into his boot and pulls out, like, a a little bootleg of, like, brandy or something like that. And he said, and he like hands it. He hands it to you and says, "Like, got this from Edric." I don't want to lose anyone else. I don't want to lose anyone else on this. Everybody that goes down there needs to come back up, and that includes you. I'll drink to that. And he'll after Kazir uh, takes a drink. Castor will take a drink, and then I'll say, "Like, just be smart, mate. Be smart." Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty good. Oh, oh, here you go. Maybe, um... This is this is the thing I'm upset that Quan isn't here to fucking yeah. have some of these conversations. Yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah. In Kazair's head, he's imagining, like, all these various fights that did end with whoever's on the other end of his sword dying. And so there are all these, like, grotesque ways that people have died, but, like, Kazair is never, like, reveling in it. It's always this, like... There was no other choice. Mm-hmm. It had to be this way kind of thing. And, like, mm-hmm. all of it has the exact same scimitar. And, like, the scimitar is slowly getting additional nicks in it and, like, all these other things. But that is calling back to when he, the scimitar itself was so important mm-hmm. is that it's always been the same one. And so then, like, it would end with you see the scimitar, like, on his side and, like, the blood hasn't been cleaned off. Like, it's just like it was when oh, she killed... Uh, Bishop or Brahma. Do you, do you have a? Did you name your scimitar? No. That's it's just not have names. Well, it's just the like. It's just the tool, but mm-hmm. it's the same tool. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. I think that uh, Ren. Maybe she has like. She was sleeping like a sleeping bag type thing, a bedroll, I guess, mm-hmm. with like her back, like on her side. You know, the back. To you folks having this conversation. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, and so maybe after you, you two kind of pass the, the brandy about a few times, she kind of, um, like, without moving or anything, just says, uh, I want to see her dead. I want to be the one. Then she kind of just starts getting up. Get ready. Jeez, mm, okay. Aye. Brutal. Yeah, we all, listen, we all do. What you've been through makes sense. Make sure you rest it up. I slept enough. Ooh. Closure's a myth. <laughs> every time. Every uh, time Caster says some bullshit uh, <laughs> <some> bullsh- <laughs> like that. Closure's a myth, kid. Sorry. But. <laughs> Bad beats. Yeah. If it'll make you feel better. Yeah, so I think that's probably the end of the scene, right? You want to I have one? one more idea. Go for it. Mm-hmm. What if Father Turjan shows up to talk to Castor? Oh, I'm sure that would <laughs> very well. So I think that, um, but yeah, I think Castor, uh, if, if he has like a moment kind of to himself, so this is... Maybe, maybe he just speaks to some fucking demon. Well, yeah, well, the way it's gone so far, well, plus charisma, which is zero. 
But I rolled a... Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Ten. Nice. Whoa. I know. Wild. There's someone that actually fun. talks to you. Yeah. Time. So it's... Um, we have like a... He's what, trying... What's the move say on the ten? On a ten, the GM will give you a, will give you good detail about what. <laughs> yeah. What's the trigger? When you consult the spirits that reside within your signature weapon, they will give you an insight relating to the current situation and might ask you some questions in return. Hmm. Gotcha. All right. So yeah. So, so I think that scene. What are you consulting <laughs> about? Um, <laughs> I think that at least the scene that we see, like that the audience sees. Is um, Castro is kind of staring at this idol that's on the ground, and the other people are asleep, or the other people are talking and having a conversation on their own, and he kind of like he sits down like near it or even on it maybe, and um, it again does the thing where we just zoom out a little bit, and Father Turgeon is next to him or nearby, mm-hmm. maybe he's sitting on the thing or kneeling down over it. Uh, Father Turgeon is in the chain, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that the thing that Caster is asking, he's like musing aloud, and that like kind of kicks off the like the dialogue, is he just basically says like, "I was raised in the service of one god that I betrayed. Now I'm sent down here to kill another god. Are all of them evil? Yeah. Oh, maybe he has this flask of brandy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, he's like takes a swig." kind of looks up. Picturing this, just your back's against this, like, the mud wall of this chapel. Okay. And, like, sitting down with your back's against it. It's like, I was, yeah, I was imagining he was either that or sitting on the statue. Either one. So he no. could be doing that, like, he could be sitting with his back against it, looking at the statue in this case. And yeah. If that works. That makes sense to me. Just with your eye on this hole, in case mm-hmm. anything comes out of it. I don't, I don't know, um, what do you mean evil? These gods, uh, it's hard, it's hard for us to interpret them. Kind of our job was to do that, right? And no one's perfect. Every messages get muddled just between brother and sister, just father and son. Infinitely harder when they're entirely different plane, trying to tell us how we should live and giving us advice. Then what good is that advice? What good is any of this if these these are things that that rip us apart? And he like has like a quick flashback to like the the scene of Leia being removed, and then he's like, if they rip us apart if they take if they take that girl's father away from her, they turn these people into monsters and have them rip each other apart limb from limb. Some of them do. Kanyao doesn't. He takes steps to prevent these evil acts happening. It's our it's our job to. Uh, to be there to make sure they don't. Whatever this uh, person takes a swig and kind of mm-hmm. points the the flask at the hole, it's like whatever's down there. It's not it's not a god. Just some some greedy monster that wants to uh, get a promotion. Just like Calgul. It's hard to interpret messages when you're trying to climb a ladder, right? My father gave me up to the church when I was twelve. You took over from there. This girl lost her father today. If we even get out of here, what are we supposed to do then? One fewer killed cowgores, one fewer inquisitor nons. That's good, but... And he just remembers Leia again. Mm -hmm. And he just says, like, what do I do? How do I find her? He says, um, and maybe he's on the, which, which side is your harpoon, the right? Yeah. Because I was imagining, again, he was right-handed, so now, yeah. like, it, he's gotten used to using his left hand, but it's so mm-hmm. clumsier than normal. So yeah, maybe he just, uh, reaches over and, like, grabs it and, like, holds it up, this harpoon. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't worship it the same way that others do. Kanye, I was giving you a mission, I think. It looks like, and he nods down to the hole again. You got the tools, and this is the way he holds the harpoons. Mm-hmm. You got the tools to deal with that. Or once Kanye's done with you, then you should start thinking about your reward. Then he like looks at the room and like kind of where they're positioned, and he says, "The Rebbe, he's risen in the east and goes down into the west, and then like east, and then the west is into this tunnel mm-hmm. from where he's like standing." Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Does that does that answer that? You feel enough? Yeah. 
in a spooky TV show ghost kind yeah. of way. <laughs> as, a, as, as a regular person, no. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> We're not regular people. Yeah. I'll pull Syl aside. Mm. Hello? And tell him... Like, maybe this is like when, you, when you're on watch or something during the night? Yeah, like out of your shot of everyone else. Yeah, okay. Including Caster. In no, 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 no. I'll say, hey, Syl. I don't know how this is going to go down in there, but if at some point it's between me and Ren or me and the rest of you, it's all right with me. Just do what you got to do. I have a feeling that whatever we're going to find down there is not anything like what we've seen before. Yeah. And I think even a moment's hesitation is going to spell doom for more than just those of us heading down there. This girl, uh, she asked me for help and, uh, it's certainly not going to help her if we're all just dead down there. So, I'm not going to run at the first sign of danger, but if it does go bad, i got to get her out. Can't let her die down here. The rest of us, maybe I'll seal it up or something. Sounds good to me. <sighs> she asked us for help, and uh, instead we brought her here. Instead we took her to this this horrific place and murder her father before her eyes. I can't just let her die down here. Well, I'm not going to call that murder, but... <laughs> I know. But, uh, like... I'm not... It's You didn't do anything wrong. I know. He would have uh, killed all of us. I'm not blaming you. Alright, because they... Alright. It's just... It's just what we had to do. That's all. It's all wrong. I know. Like, the whole swamp... All this stuff, those really weird elves. It's I don't like seeing them. So this wasp like buzzes. Around. Yeah, the fucking <laughs> oh my god! What is his name? Jesus. Nothing, nothing about <laughs> that. The wasp. Nothing about that is okay. Also, I can't believe you're friends with that monstrosity outside. But if you don't make it. I'll give him, I don't know, I'll do some shit. I'll give him, what did you give You were going to give him something. I'll figure something out. I was going to give him the healing potion, but I had to use it myself. So. I'll give him something. I don't, um, I'll give him something for you. But it's not, well, it's not about like being friends or not. It's about being either you're decent and you just want to live or you want to take that away. And that's what we're fighting is the taking that away. I know. And so whatever way this ends, like, as long as we just put an end to this, whether it's sealing this whole thing up or whatever, but I just don't want. You don't want it to be a waste. Anything else bad, really. And I have a feeling we're walking into something very bad, so. I understand. we can do. I understand. So if you gotta fireball me and whatever this is, I'm good with that. Or animate my corpse. Hope, hopefully not. Whatever. That's real fucked up. I'm not gonna do that to you. I don't think I could. That's what needs to happen. I might be just as good of a swordsman dead. I don't know. Oof. <laughs> well, <laughs> how it worked last Hard time? Fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mechanics-wise, no, you'd be much worse. <laughs> and if Caster heard that last bit, he would say, Stop bragging! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so is that, is that that? Yeah, I think so. It's cool. And retroactively, I'm going to say, You wake up from that nightmare, and then the whole ah! stuff happens. Ah! Yeah, so now it's, we're all kind of woken up so yeah, now it's you're going five down into us. the dark hole. Ooh, I think we have a shot of all five of us looking down this hole. Oh yeah, or five of us? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. three Ren of us, and Ren four. and Quan. Yeah, five of us. I'll like turn to Ren and say, like, you said you wanted to finish this. Are you wanting a weapon? Or does she have one? I don't know. Actually. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't I mean, think so. I think she has like literally nothing. I think I think she just. Makes a confused face, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'll need one. Okay. Well, this is a little bit weird, but I'm hoping this will work out. I'm going to, like, I'll walk over to Abramo's. Oh my god. And take the. His feet, his legs. His whole separate leg is. Here you go. I'll take the cudgel. Oh, Jesus. Sure. And I'll, like, put it out toward her. I don't know if she's going to take it, but I'll put out. Put it out to order and say, this way it's you and your dad ending this. What the oh, fuck? That's cool. Yeah, maybe she hesitates for a minute, but then takes it and just like nods. Like, All right. 
We're looking down the hole, and that's when that's when Caster throws the torch down. Oh yeah. Oh okay. And um, we can't see any farther. It's, it's like oh, it ju- it's just stairs. Like it stairs for like a crazy distance down. I, th- I think they're like they're not even like curving away or something. Mm-hmm. They're just it's just so down. long that like the light gives out steps, and they're yeah. steps that are. They're, they're carved out of the earth at, like, crazy irregular levels. So it's, like, not, like, regular steps where it's just, like, oh, the yeah. same distance. Mm-hmm. They're wildly different sizes. Yeah. So um, is everyone descending, then? I guess. Yeah, I think Castro will head down. He'll pick the thing up that he threw in. The torch? Yeah. Excellent. You go down this, like, creepy... Like we were saying, like the the earthen stairs, it's crypt within a crypt, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's still just like muddy. It's just like disgusting, humid, and you just have the one torch, I guess, right now. Oh, put something on. Well, it'll be creepier with the torch okay. right yeah. now. Yeah, right, you're right, you're right. At least the front uh, of the line only has the one. Yeah, we can put you in front. I'm assuming caster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the order doesn't totally matter. We okay. just see the like the solemn warriors going into into here, and then um, it comes to this bank this underground kind of lake situation oh. and there's like this rickety kind of maybe partially rotted kind of boat that's just kind of waiting for you oh cool dang unexpected my favorite thing to do is to and it just awesome. to make this narratively easy it's just like you can all if you squeeze you can all fit into this boat kind of a rowboat situation so I assume you guys are holding this and it's the only light in here it's completely dark like black still lake and um from like a from like an onlooker perspective, my thought is that like there are four oars, so all of us are rowing except for Ren, who is holding the torch herself, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. like at the front, yeah, of the boat. Yeah, and you're kind of rowing in silence, I think. And um, the torchlight, like the I don't know, the sphere or whatever of the torch, you occasionally will see these like logs floating. It's like, oh no, these are giant alligators. They're just kind of like staring at you like ominously. Are they written normal alligators or is there something weird about real, them? Real big. They're real disgusting like mutated. Oh, they're like these could have been people Oh, and the, now they're alligators. That, and that's that's what I would suggest. They're they're, ju- they're they're really huge alligators but their eyes are still human eyes. So like when you look at their eyes it's like oh. they weirdly look human where it's like alligators don't have blue eyes. Yeah, some, maybe some of them have like hair. Yeah. Great. These things are staring at you. Maybe doesn't matter who, but maybe someone from the back kind of notices, like, oh, they're watching us go, and now they're all following us. Almost like this parade of these giant alligators following you, like ten or twenty feet behind you, like just at the edge of this torchlight. I'm thinking that would be Quan. Yeah. The cleanliness oh, yeah. aspect. Yeah. So all these things are kind of just following you, and then just this totally dark cavern. This lake seems to go on forever. Um, maybe at one point you see like some light up ahead. So you kind of uh, maybe more carefully kind of are going through this and you see it's a, another bank of this lake, I guess, like a little island perhaps. And there's people that have these torches, people, lizard folk that have these torches uh, that are stuck into the ground. These posts that are just lit up like the, the mm-hmm. chapel. Mm-hmm. You see, yeah, you see Caster kind of stand up like just expecting we're going to have to fight these people immediately. Yeah, and it's, it's easy enough to like row it so that you're not close enough to them we'll say to the left so you can keep going further into this lake but you just see all these torches and all these lizard folk kind of come out and just stand on the shore of this bank a lot of them have like spears and like these cages of the um, vipers vipers. and they just more and more seem to like come out and just watch you kind of silently as you keep rowing on without saying anything like maybe like 10 and then 20 and then like 30, 50 they're all just kind of lined up on the shore of this thing watching you pass just with their own torches and you keep going to the silent lake Jeez. Um, for until they're kind of gone behind you and then you hear maybe some splashing and stuff <laughs> even more of these alligator things are kind of following you perhaps or maybe those people are jumping into the water and following you swimming behind you who knows and then um, you see more lights ahead, like directly ahead this time. And then that's when you come to the the, the end of this lake, I assume. Mm-hmm. And there are these two big torches, like huge, like Jurassic Park style, you know, like yeah. bonfires almost. Welcome. Yeah. The first thing you see is this reflective kind of like metal, like a carpet of gold on this side of the bank. Then you hear this like slithering through the uh, the coins and 
gems and whatnot, and then lifting up to her full height is Explitica Defilus. She has like a bow and she's Welcome to the throne of Explitica Defilus. So nice of you to finally join us. Before we begin, do you come before me as supplicants or sacrifices? Hope you enjoyed this episode of Scale and Shadow, a production of This American Dice. Scale and Shadow used the Dungeon World system by Sage Latoria and Adam Coble. We drew inspiration from the Dungeon and Dragons modules Against the Cult of the Reptile God by Douglas Niles and The Village of Hamlet by Gary Gygax. The cast was Brandon as Silmogar the Wizard, Oscar as Quan the Monk, Jacob as Kuzair the Swashbuckler, and of course, Austin as Caster the Fighter. David was the Game Master. Scott provided our intro. The theme song was Mass Extinction by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. Please see the show notes for a list of other music used. If you liked what you heard, share it with a friend or two. If you really liked it, you could rate, review, or subscribe to This American Dice on your favorite podcatcher or on YouTube. On Fridays, we play short games here. Visit our YouTube channel on Saturdays for a classic campaign and Sundays for a classic one-shot. And, as always, join us next Thursday right here on This American Dice for another episode of Scale and Shadow. See you next time. Yeah, but not really people, though, right? At this point, um, I think they're all. That's these... a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the second time today that a very similar comment of mine was met with the same response. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing a video game, and I was like, and I was flamethrowering enemies, which were not people, <laughs> and. A friend of mine was like, oh man, like that's such a brutal way to like kill these things. And I was like, yeah, I know. It helps if I don't think of them as people. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, Perfect. To, to uh, make this even harder on your conscience. The game, the game you were playing, though, was... Um, the Sims. Was, was, was Grand Theft Auto, and you were talking about Haitians. <laughs> you were being very... You were being very... It, it, it was... A little fucked up. Yeah. Not gonna Take lie. Take that, you guys. Oh my god. <laughs> um, well... <laughs> Ben Barth lived idols in there, don't you? Yeah. Um, That's true. Watch out, Billy. Uh, <laughs> <ruin> <laughs> Rebel yell, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, so, but he, if your dad had a life insurance policy, where would I find the paperwork? And are you the main beneficiary, or uh, is oh, that... Uh, Hopefully I didn't touch his good arm, because that means he'd swap me over his yeah. knife. Yeah. <laughs> his, his bowels. His whale harpoon hand chops your hand off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs>